on with Mike Dial, the, uh, the I guess the brewmaster here, right? Head brewer, perfect. The head brewer, Wonderlinger. I, I tell you what, man, we were uh, admiring the coffee porter. This stuff's insane. Thank you. Yeah, it's really, really good. Got some questions though. Yeah, go ahead. How in the world does anyone get into to, to brewing to where you get to this, this state? A hobby got really out of control. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I mean, this is a beautiful facility. I mean, you, yeah, thank you. you, you obviously, you, you, Chattanooga's got so many things going for it these days. Um, and we were talking kind of, you know, tongue in cheek. 10, 15 years ago, you didn't want to be down in this area. It was kind of run down. And That's true. It, it was just, it wasn't great. But I mean, it's now it's fantastic. All these reclaimed buildings and whatnot. It's and did a really good job on the building. But, you know, tell me where you got started in all this and how it became such, uh, you know, more than a hobby. I mean, I was just brewing in my garage, um, homebrewing, just reading books and learning how to brew and uh, just kept progressively getting a larger and larger system and, you know, learning more about it and taking up more of my space and (laughs) more of my free time uh, to the point where I just kind of decided that should do this for a living because I'm spending all my time doing it anyway. So what did you do before this? I have a degree in environmental science. I worked for an engineering firm. Uh, it's a, it's a, such an easy transition there. Yeah, super easy. <laughs> yeah, clean up versus creating something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great. So, I heard from I guess one of your bartenders. I guess um, Sunny. So, yeah. yeah, she said something about this being a German slant, or you have a German slant to, to most of your beers. So, where did that come from? I, I like German beers, so gotcha. I brew a lot of German beers. So we have our Munich Helles and our Pilsner and our Alt beer, um, our Goza are all pretty. Traditional. I had the Goza. I love the Goza. Yeah, it's pretty traditional yeah. Goza. Um, and uh, we we try to generally stay fairly true to the styles with our beers. Um, obviously, putting coffee in a porter is not necessarily true to style, but we. But it's damn good. Yeah, it turned out well. Yeah, we were. Eddie's silently <laughs> clapping over here for you. Yeah, <laughs> slow clap for real. I mean, it's really good. By the reason, yeah. uh, by the way, the reason we're here is because Eddie's doing something similar to how you started. He's brewing in his closet right yeah. now. Yeah, that's where he, it starts. <laughs> He's actually brewing colonial beer, which is why we're here. He's, yeah, he's, got, he's about to come out of the closet and start brewing a little bit more. But he, he brewed Thomas Jefferson's beer at home. Oh, cool. From the recipe. Tell, tell him about that. You, you, you tell the story instead of me. Eddie's so <laughs> mystified by the beer. <laughs> well, I just brewed it for the first time ever. This was my first try. Uh, I got Thomas Jefferson's recipe. I brewed it. Uh, you know, it spent a couple weeks fermenting. It spent a couple weeks in bottles. I cracked it open. Best beer I've ever tasted because I made it. Yeah. And, I mean, it's absolutely, people don't even know, like, when you taste that beer that you made for the first time ever, I mean, how amazing is that? What's the first kind of beer you ever made, like, like, how did this happen that you were like, you know what, I'm going to make beer at home? Yeah, I had friends that brewed beer back in college, and I thought, well, hell, if they can do it, I can do it. And I got a kit, you know, started out with one of those kits. That, the Mr. Brewer? Uh, it was uh, Northern Brewer. Okay. Yes, okay. that's what I have. Yeah. Started out with one of those and then picked up uh, Papazian's book, The Complete Joy of Homebrewing, and just started reading that and then kept getting more and more books and reading more. Uh, I think the first thing I brewed, it was some kind of amber ale. I mean, I loved it too. It was, you know, in hindsight, it was probably terrible, but <laughs> but it was still something you made. You know, <laughs> it's funny because I fly fish, 
and I got into fly tying, uh-huh. and that first fish you catch off a yeah, fly yeah. that you tied, right. you're, that you're just hooked. <laughs> yeah. More ways than one, right. pun intended, right? <laughs> and then <clears throat> my brother actually has built rods, and he was like, no, no, you got to build a rod that you cast a fly that you, you tied, you tied <laughs> and that's really where you get into it. So I can imagine this whole thing snowballs pretty out of control yeah. pretty fast, right? Yeah, and, you know, people start telling, oh, man, your beer is so amazing. You should, you know, I wish I could buy this at the store. And then um, started putting it in competitions and won some medals for, you know, some local and regional competitions, home really? brew competitions. Yeah. And, um, and that was kind of the impetus to, you know, all right, I'm going to write a business plan and see if I can't, you know, get some people to finance this thing and do it. Eddie's a little bit away from there. We, he was noticing your equipment back here thinking, man, I need a tour of this place so I can step it up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can go walk yeah, I have a fermenter too, but it's only this big. Yeah, five gallon, yeah. <laughs> we, still use, I mean, we still use my homebrew setup, um, which it was a half barrel setup, so 15 gallon setup, 20 gallon kettles. Um, but we still use that as our pilot system until next month when our new one comes in. Do y'all brew things with. that, uh, like, you can't get anywhere else? Like, this is brewery only, you know, like... Yeah, you get your small batch, right? Yeah, we kick out small batch stuff. We have uh, three or four beers coming out next week for our one-year anniversary. We, we did a, a Rogan beer, which is a, a, a German rye. Um, it's fermented with like a hefeweizen yeast, so it's got that mm. kind of clovey banana yeah. uh, yeast character to it. Yeah. Um, you know, and then the spice of the rye. Um, and uh, we did an ESB and a double IPA and a, a sour porter, which we just took our porter and took some of the wort off after we brewed it and soured it and then fermented it. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of a sour porter before, ever. It's interesting. It's very. It's really complex. It's yeah, it sounds complex. amazing. Yeah. It's it's funny because I never really had anything more complex than you know your macro brews before, and then got into you know visiting some some breweries and went on business and and and, and really got into um, the the darker the better, the more complex the better, mm-hmm. and as far as the. Um, what you were describing earlier um, about the clovey type of, of beer with the Hefeweizen, um, I think it's Hogarden um, mm-hmm. is a type of um, you know German beer that yes. um, that I really really enjoyed, but it has that real clovey overtone. Mm-hmm. It's not even an overtone; it's, it hits you in the face. I mean, right. It's a it's a strong uh, strong scent, but um, to me, I think it's, it's got to be fun to brew something that that is the more complex the better. Yeah. Right. Uh, recipe formulation with the complex beers is fun. Our uh, Appalachian, uh, which is had malt. that, loved it. Yeah, German alt beer. Um, that one's it, it's pretty complex. It was fun crafting that recipe for sure. Um, I mean, it's all uh, brewing all the beers is kind of fun. Uh, uh, I, th- I feel stupid. I, I've only brewed one beer ever in my life. I did it one time, but I mean, it was the most fun thing and. Now I just, I mean, I want to go open a brewery, and the wife is like, come on, please, stop, just, you know, but, but, I mean, you do it once, you do it once, and you want to go open your own brewery, because it's the most amazing thing, because. At what point did you say, no, I'm buying a building? We're going to redo the building. We're, yeah, we're, we're going to brew stuff we're, there. We're leasing the building. We're, we don't own the building. <clears throat> okay, buy lease. But what, yeah. what was that point where you said, oh, my God, we've actually got something here? Uh, I've been brewing for 
uh, probably six years at that point. Okay. Five, five or six years maybe when I started writing the plan. And it, you know, this space is just, we kind of fell into. But it took, from the time I started writing the plan until we opened, it took four years. Um, started writing the business plan in 2014. We opened in 2018. Yeah. Um, and, it, you know, we signed our lease in 2016. It took two years to get the space ready. Really? So it's a, it's a long game for sure. Yeah. <laughs> What's amazing is that feeling like, you know, you make the wart and then you, you know, you cool it down, you, you pitch the yeast, and you're like, this isn't going to work. And then it does. <laughs> and you're like, oh, it worked. And then you put it into the bottles with the, um, with the sugar, and you're like, well, this isn't really going to carbonate. It's not going to work. And then it works. <laughs> and the, it's and the, magic. It, it, feels like, it feels like you did magic. It feels like it's your first year at Hogwarts. <laughs> and you just got your wand from Ollivander's, and, and you're just crushing it with the magic. That's exactly how it feels. And the, the longer you've brewed, the more you, more things you have to worry about. Yeah. Every every little step along the way. But uh, Charlie Papazian in his book Joy Homebrewing always says, "Don't worry, relax, have a homebrew. Yeah, <laughs> it'll yeah. be all right. Don't yeah. worry. Yeah. It's gonna be fine." So what's the plan for your for your one year anniversary? What do you guys got going on? Uh, we're throwing down. Okay. Uh, we're having a big party. We're uh, so our our anniversary is at Main Times Twenty Four, which is a festival here on South Side Main Street Festival. Okay. You know all things Main Street. We're just you know block off Main Street, um, and that was our grand opening last year. Was during Main Times Twenty Four. So we get, we have music all night. We're gonna have a meet the brewer thing going on during the day where me and Jared will be in the back. Jared Zidlowski is uh, our other brewer yep. um, and cellar manager. Um, so we'll both be in the back talking to people, giving impromptu tours. We're going to have uh, four different new releases on tap. Um, no, five new releases on tap um, that we'll be pouring in the back so people can come back, talk to us, get, try one of the new beers, um, show them the brew system, answer whatever questions they have, and then uh, we'll do, we're going to a ticketed event at 7 o'clock and we have four different bands playing um so this is originally rage all awesome <laughs> if you're in chattanooga you gotta check that out now, clearly you, first off you gotta check out the buildings fantastic yeah. the way you've you said it was a long process but well done because this is worth the wait um 100 i mean Thank it's it's not quite the um what you what i came from as a beer drinker is is obviously the uh the sports bar right and you know it's quite obvious that's not what you wanted you've got stacks of of games to play you've got yeah. you got um row tables where people can actually sit on high tops but uh -huh. actually enjoy enough space to to do you know maybe uh, tabletop games that type of thing yeah. where it's not just sitting and vegetating in front of a tv now you do have tvs here yeah we do have a few tvs but we have we try to have interactive things as well we've got our you know, basically the music hall is the area in front of the stage. And Very well done with that as well. Yep. Mm -hmm. yeah, so we do live music five or six days a week. Yeah. Um, then we have the beer hall with our big high top yep. mm -hmm. community tables and then the art gallery. Or the That's, art yeah. This is where we're at. I'm pretty sure a lady thought we were performance art when she walked in. Yeah. Well, they uh, looked at you and they're like, this has got to be modern art. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Man, someday I'm going to be the guy that doesn't get picked on on this show. I can't wait. I can't wait for that. <laughs> and also, you are um, leash friendly, right? Yes, we are dog friendly. We're kid friendly. Yep. 
Um, bring your kids in early to drink. Get them in here. Bring your kid. Bring your kid on a leash. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well behaved dogs and children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just like my house. Good point. Yeah. (laughs) Man, thanks for joining us. Your beer is great. We really appreciate. I really enjoy the time, and you know, just to get in here and and see, um, you know, the uh, this is going to be a dream for you, right? I mean. It's a dream. Sometimes it's a nightmare, but it's a dream. Too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Every good dream has an aspect of nightmare. You know? Yeah. That's what makes it good. I, I dreamt of getting married one day. I knew it was going to be a nightmare. <laughs> it all goes back to that every time. I feel so sorry for Cindy. Good thing she doesn't listen to this show she at all. She has no idea what I'm going to hear. All right, guys. Come back. We're going to do an election next after yeah. this. Thanks. Thanks.